difficult, 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 Hi, I'm Marie. Hi, I'm Katie. And you're listening to Difficult Women Podcast. Yes, it's more difficult. So difficult. Difficult. Do you know that we're also in a band called Reformed Tours? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Oh my God, this whole time. What did you think we were doing? <laughs> Just playing songs about dicks for fun. Oh, it's called band. <laughs> oh, is that a band? <laughs> Oh, I call it a band. I guess it's not. It's our band. livelihood. It's yeah. our dreams. We t- I tell people I'm in a band all the time and they're like, oh, so like how many people in the band? I'm like, oh, it's just the two of us. And they're like, oh, and like, I guess it's not a band. Well, it's better than them calling. We've been introduced as like, this is uh, the comedy troupe uh, reform horrors. <sighs> the word troupe is I'm like, what? So a troupe? Mortifying. Minstrels. Yeah. The, the next minstrels up are. Yeah, that's what it feels like. No, I like. Uh, we used to say musical comedy duo, which that is That's correct accurate. as well. Yes. But I like I like calling ourselves a band. Me too. It yeah. Badass. And we have leather jackets that say Reformed Hordes yeah. on it with leather fringe. fringe. Yeah, we're in a band. We're in a band. And this band just played our first boat show. We were on a <laughs> boat. <laughs> Bands on a boat. Oh, That's our reality show. more <laughs> rock and roll than a pride boat show we did it for pride it was exciting we did we played on the lower level of the lady Catherine cruz right line. in front of the engine <laughs> right i couldn't loud. hear much but it was um, such a fun show it was so awesome yeah, and, and it was people such... could hear us even if we couldn't hear ourselves that's true <laughs> so that was katie it. was like um there's some uh feedback and then uh, the guy was like no no that's just the boat like, yeah that's like, the boat the vibrations it was like engine. Yeah, it's the like, whole oh. time Oh. That's what that was. Yeah. Maybe they'll put us in a different part of the boat next time. Yeah. Like not in the basement. <laughs> Maybe a girl can dream, right? I know, right? Maybe someday days. we'll get on that first. Oh my gosh. We'll play while we hit an we'll iceberg. We'll work our way up. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> iceberg in the Connecticut River. Mm. <laughs> With the global warming, you never know. Anymore. You never know. There might be an iceberg. If you'd like to book us on a boat, email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Or for anything. Or for anything, literally. We'll do any your, anything. Your bris, your bar mitzvah, we're there. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't done a bachelorette party. I think that would be... I actually don't know either. If you have a bachelorette party coming up and you want us, we're great for that. Yeah, it's only $10,000 to yeah, book us. Only $10,000 an hour. <laughs> an hour. <laughs> no, we don't charge that much. much. Come on. Yeah. Email us. Please. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, when I was walking over here, I was just thinking about like, how, how has your week been and all that? And I can't think of anything that happened this week for whatever reason, but I can tell you that on my way over here, there's like a line by the, um, by the library right now for, they, they do this thing like free Shakespeare in the park. It's like this amazing thing. They get all these like famous people to perform at the, at the in, library. At Central, no, at Central Park. Oh, but the line at the library was, you can get vouchers oh. from there. So there was, what? I know. No. So you should know that. I should have probably told you this before the podcast, but anyway, there was a line of people getting their vouchers, like waiting for their vouchers. And then this girl, as I'm walking by, pulls up her phone right as I'm walking by. And I can see that she's taking a picture. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, did she just recognize me? And is she, like, taking a picture of me? And then I realized she was taking a selfie. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was so excited for one second. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, so stutter. go back. You can get free vouchers to Shakespeare in the Park? I mean, I didn't, I didn't press because I was running late. But, yes, that's what they told me. I was like, what is this line for? And she was like, you can get uh, vouchers. In, in at this library in Bushwick, no, in right, your library, my here. library. Yeah, what? Yeah, because you know I've uh, many a times I've woken up at the croc crocodon. <laughs> well, you've been going too far. Cro- I think it's a new crocodon. I don't think it's oh, okay. Doing it forever, but because you like you camp out it. in Central Park to get they open tickets at one right in the afternoon. Here they're anyway camping out by your library. Wow. At first, I was hoping it was going to be like a book signing by. Like Stephen King. Stephen King. Oh my God. I I would have just been like, I'm not coming to the podcast. I'm going to wait in this line. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Wow. Okay. I haven't visited my local library since my Wi-Fi went out seven years ago, but... I thought oh, you took a class at your library recently. Oh, that uh, the main Brooklyn library, the oh, central. You've been all, I haven't. Been I just pop, in, I pop on been over in a library. Oh my god! Since I was like twelve, they got the best know. AC. Oh yeah, and they used to have like the best internet connection, but I don't yep. know if they do anymore. Yeah, 
Anyway, libraries. Libraries. Woo! That is not a segue into our theme today. Not at all. At all. But let's see how you can do it. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I have nothing. I was like, I was like, I'm going to do books. This. Start with a B, and so the does the word bodies. That was better than I could have done. <laughs> I was thinking, trying to make more like an intellectual connection. Like you know, you get shamed for your intelligence or lack thereof. Oh, you can also get shamed for the shape of the pod that you were born in. Yeah. And that's body shaming. Yeah, body shaming. See, we did it. We did it. Books, bodies, shaming. We done. Good enough. Uh, Yeah. And it's not even just body shaming, but like our own body image issues and things of that nature. Right. This is a topic that we are very, very familiar with. Yeah. We're going to try to keep it light. Because oh, it's going to be so light. It's so it's light and be, fun. That, but you're, now you're shaming our, us by saying oh, no. it has to be light. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> no. It can be heavy. It can be, yeah, okay, good. It can be light or heavy. Um, Tall or short. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's totally fine. Um, I, uh, I do think that uh, we particularly, you know, in this industry, we are in this industry of show, right? The business of show. Yes. Uh, we have to deal with these issues a lot. I mean, we think everybody does, but... We particularly have had some issues with us. Yes. I mean, being actors, uh, how long have you been acting? Um, I don't know. Since I was out of the womb. Out of the womb. Yeah, I came out tap dancing, right? Uh-huh. My Me- mom was like, how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've been, you know, we've experienced uh, the body shaming in this industry ever since we were little, I think. And even aside from like other people shaming you, it's also like the pressure you put on yourself. Well, totally. It's like I looked up to Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Like in high school. I was like, that woman has it all. She's an incredible actress. You know, she did Shakespeare in Love. I was like, that was my favorite fucking movie. And this woman is is very thin. Yes. So I thought that's what you had to look like to be an actress. Right. And to be successful and to be in uh, a movie. Right. And it's kind (laughs) of true. I mean, like they definitely there's pressure to to have that jawline. Yeah. Right. Right. (sighs) That the jawline gets me. I know. Like that's what I, you know, I want to stay positive on this and like talk positively about oh, my let's body. Let's be honest. Let's yes. be honest right now. Okay. Uh, through the years, you know, I I gain weight and I lose weight. That it's it's been a constant in my life. You know, growing up, um, when I hit puberty, as every female and male, when you hit puberty, things start changing, right? Right. So in eighth grade, I. I thought I looked like a monster. I and then when I look at pictures of myself now, <laughs> I definitely uh, am a, I'm a bigger girl. Mm. I just grew very fast, uh, tall and wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My boobs were, you know, those dumplings that you're like, why, why didn't I get a better bra? <laughs> well, that's you know, well, yeah. we it's like know. what's happening. Yeah, but um, but then in high school for me. I grew into myself and I felt like I really blossomed, but I still was in my brain of thinking that I was this monster from eighth grade. Totally. And so when I look back in, at high school pictures of myself, I'm like, oh my God, I was such a little cutie. So bodacious. So bodacious and beautiful, but yet I did not believe that. Isn't that sad? It's when so you, those sad. Those times where you're like, you're like, oh, I'm so fat. I'm so fat. I'm so fat. And then you like go back and look at pictures and you're like, I wish my body looked like that. Now. God, if I had my high school body I right mean, now. My God. I have I have a pair of jeans that I wore in high school. Well, not even high school. It was my first uh when I first moved to New York. Yeah. They're I don't even remember what size they are, but t- they don't even fit over like a knee right now. Right. But I keep it because it's like, oh, someday I'm gonna I know. get back Isn't there. Sad? It's but so yeah. sad. But it, but I don't I do the same thing, so I'm not like judging at all. I um yeah, I definitely have some clothes. I gained a bunch of weight a couple years ago that mm-hmm. was like, I had never really experienced it like that. And that's such a weird thing. And it's weird how your brain can either, it can like flip either direction. So mm-hmm. you can either look at yourself and think like, I look great when you don't. Or right. you can like look at yourself when you're looking great and think like, it's not good enough. Right. I'm not good enough. You know? Right. So that's always like a sad thing. But it is about what, like your brain you gotta we have to get better at and and train ourselves to even if we look awful like you look badass bitch like you are amazing right 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 i mean and also be healthy i mean that's that weird balance too where like you know i was thinking about this too like body shaming is 
also kind of in the eye of the beholder to some degree, mm. right? Because there's some things that are obvious. It's like, ah, you fat fuck. It's like, well, that's not a nice thing to say to anybody, <laughs> right? Like that would not, that would be shaming. Um, but then there's times where maybe like a concerned friend says like, hey, you're looking like you've gained some weight. Like, are you okay? If that person hears that in a bad way, they're going to be like, you are shaming the size right. of my body. Right. Um, when maybe it's coming from a place of concern or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do not know what the answer to that is. Yeah. I think that like, I don't know. <laughs> Number one, I think health comes in different shapes and yes. sizes. Right. So we have to like get structure. that. Absolutely. Yes. And also just like some people can be like bigger and be super athletic. Right. Like those shot put women. Right. Oh my God. Those shot put ladies are so badass. Right. But like they need to be, I don't know if they need to be, but I think that they tend to be bigger because they have like that force from behind the ball. Their muscles. Yeah. And that's like awesome. So those are healthy women. Mm -hmm. And then there's like models that are like sometimes not very healthy, but they look thin. And so you think like, oh, they're working out. Mm hmm. There's this really good quote I found when I was sort of looking up this stuff from um, Mindy Kaling. And she, I mean, she couldn't have said it better, especially within the context of like Hollywood and like, you know, the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. She said something like, um, she's like, I work out. I run. Right. It takes a lot of work for me to look like a regular chubby woman. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, yes, yes. I relate to that. Well, I did too. I mean, uh, I was at work the other day and uh, this guy was telling my friend, uh, Julia, oh, girl, you look like you work out. Like, you must really work out. And like, I was standing there so sore from working out two (laughs) hours that morning and felt so bad that I don't look like I work out. Because I do. and Yeah, you're very strong. I am very strong, but I mentally I have to work out. I feel like that's my only time. I don't meditate. I don't sit on a pillow and do the thing. I go and I run or I um, go to classes and high five people. Like that's, yeah. that's how I feel better about myself. But that comment of like, you look like you really work out. And I want to be like, well, what about me? Yeah. But I mean, it was so obvious that he wasn't saying that to me. So I felt right. really like, right. I felt really bad. But those are those little instances that have collected over the years. Right. That like, you know, when you do look in the mirror. Right. It's sometimes really hard. I mean, I, I've, I've definitely, you know, I've never had, I wouldn't say an eating disorder, but I've definitely gone, I've done every single diet imaginable. After college, I did Weight Watchers with my mom. I did um, Slim Fast in high school. I used yeah. to drink those. Those things are so terrible for you. I mean, they're full of chemicals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? So you but don't that's what know. you're supposed to eat all day is right. just a can of fake sugary yeah. whatever. I used to do, uh, I did a... Uh, Oh, what is that called? Atkins for a hot second. Right. And yep. Tried <laughs> this Atkins. This is like the dumbest thing ever. But when I first graduated from college, I did some summer stock up um, up in like Pennsylvania or something. Oh, right. And uh, this girl and I, who I'm still friends with, she's great. She was like, I need to diet. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Like, let's diet. And she was like, I'm doing Atkins. And I was like, okay, what do you do for And she's like, Atkins is the best because you can go to Burger King and then you just eat the burger patties. So we would go to Burger King <laughs> oh every God. night and just buy like six hamburgers and just eat the patties. And I was like, there's no way that this is like good for you. But I'll be damned if I didn't lose so much weight and it scared the bejesus out of me oh god because i was like this is not this can't be okay right like even then I, like luckily i had a, i wasn't like yay look at me losing weight i was like this is i've lost a lot of weight in a very short amount right. of time from eating the hamburger worst bun. kind <laughs> yeah, of I mean, hamburger hamburgers patties. you can possibly imagine not even like good quality beef like out of a box like mixed right. with like pig snouts hamburger beef um, where you eat, can you eat vegetables on Atkins or is it just no, like, you're not for the first induction phase. You have to have like see, very little those diets where it doesn't <sighs> allow you to have any vegetables that is, it Seems makes insane. me so angry. Yeah. Like the keto diet. That's a huge one now. And yeah. a friend of mine has just started it and she was saying that she can't have fruit. I mean, I or something. Yeah, There's I lots of that fruit that she can't have. Crazy. I'm sorry. But if it comes from the earth and it's raw, I feel like you can put it in your you mouth. You should eat it yeah. as much as you want. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, unless it's, it's like our a diet. poisonous mushroom. Don't do that. Yeah. Or a poisonous oh my God. Berry. You know how I love mushrooms. No, not that kind of mushroom. I mean, like the kind that like will murder you. Oh, it's okay. like licking a frog. Don't right. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> or do it. I don't know. That's that a good diet. The frog licking. Diet? I would totally try it. I mean, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. the when I moved to New York to be an actor, 
that's when I think I felt the most insecure about my body because I had so many people in the industry tell me that I need to lose weight, right. like straight to my face, right? five in a row. Yikes. Uh, I remember taking this master class. It was like a solo. I met this woman um, in her grand apartment on, on Fifth Avenue, and I did a monologue for her, and I was so proud of myself. Like I felt like I really nailed it. Um, and she afterwards congratulated me on how good of an actor I am, and then we, she pulled me over to her sitting area by her grand piano <laughs> and told me, you are so talented, you're a fabulous actress, I would love to work with you, but I won't work with you until you lose 10 pounds. That's great, yeah. And I was like, uh, what? And even at that point, it's like I was maybe a size six, I right. think. I definitely wasn't, you know, as I am now. I think I'm a size eight now. But, like, I was thin. I, I, yeah. You know, I was thin. And she's telling me I need to lose weight. And then I had another agent tell me, um, you either need to lose weight or gain weight. Because what you are right now, I, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you, like, right. what type, type wise, you are. They always want to type you into these things. Yeah, and I was like, uh, cool, cool, cool. I guess I'll, uh, I'll gain weight. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I immediately got a trainer and, like, you know, I lost weight. But not in the healthy way. No. Didn't she say something to you, too? She was like, didn't she draw on your face? Like, you need to lose weight right in your face. Like, yes. Right here. She's like, sp- specific yeah. spot. Yeah, this other agent... Um, I did a cold reading with her uh, with, for a commercial you know, copy or something. And then we rewatched it together in the conference room. And on the television, she pauses my face and goes up and says, so here on your jawline, the jawline, you need to lose weight here, um, just specifically on my face. And then she said, uh, your boobs, like you have great breasts, but you you need to invest in a better bra, a push-up bra. Like, get some padding in there and make sure your boobs are really up and wear low-cut. Up under your chin. That'll help your jawline. Yeah, that'll Because ha- we'll push your double chin <laughs> up into your... Just get those boobs just to get push your double chin up. I mean, what is... I mean, that's... But so- I left that meeting calling a trainer and be like, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. I felt so like, I got this. And yeah. then I lost a ton of weight um, and still didn't get the part. Yeah. <laughs> I went to one of those casting things once where uh, it was like a group of people too and mm-hmm. then they're giving you notes and I remember this one girl was really tall and they mm. were like, um, you need to be shorter. <laughs> she was like, that's not helpful. Uh, no, it's not helpful at all. And that same, actually that same casting thing, like workshop thing, the woman that was running it like pulled me aside also and she was like, you're really great. I think you're really, really awesome. I think you have so much potential for like making it in this business um, and I have a suggestion I think that'll change everything for you. Oh, no. And I was like, oh my God, what is it? And she's like, a nose job. You need a nose job. And I, I've been, and this is like a thing too, I was about like body image stuff, but that's been a sensitive thing for me since I was little. My mom used to kind of get on my case about mm-hmm. my nose and she's like you'll be perfect you snip this part off oh you know? my god so, yeah sorry mom if you're listening but you did that to me and it like <laughs> scarred me so i uh <laughs> in this moment in this meeting i'm trying to be professional and this woman says this thing about getting a nose job you just need a nose job and i just burst into tears and i was like oh i don't want to cry in front of her i want to try to be professional so i'm trying to like pull it together but there's just like water pouring out of my face and she um she's like no no don't cry like don't worry like i can make i have a doctor i can make an appointment this week we can get this done this week and that pressure mm. and everything it just this like this really week. yeah she no, was no, like ready no, to like, bitch, get no. this done and her whole thing was like, if you get a nose job, you can maybe get cast in a soap opera. And I was like, what? I was like, what is this like business plan Wait you have for me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that was the other thing is I think that like there's all these levels of uh, issues that one can have about their looks. You know, right. I mean, it doesn't just have to be like the shape of your body. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I've become obsessed with celebrity uh, uh, plastic surgery. Oh, I like I could probably tell if you name somebody, I wouldn't be surprised if I could tell you whether they've had plastic surgery or not, because I like that's how I spend my time on Google is I'm like before and after plastic surgery, Blake Lively, Blake uh, Lively's had a nose job. She has. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what it comes down wow. to? And because I got obsessed with this because I was like, do I need to get a nose job or not? Uh. Turns out so many people in Hollywood have had nose job specifically mm. but like plastic surgery and like that fucks you up too because then you're like wait maybe this woman is right that like i can't i'll never right. have a career until i like 
Shave then I think off. about that actress from Dirty Dancing. Totally. Exactly. And it ruined her career. It absolutely did. So there's no winning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Would you get plastic surgery? I mean, the th- I was thinking about that today. And I, th- I feel like I wouldn't get, like, lip injections or, like, a nose job. But I feel like I could see myself getting, like, a facelift eventually as I get older, mm-hmm. potentially. Mm-hmm. I'm always hoping. Like, that's one thing. Like, I do, like... In my house by myself is like I'll do like face exercises like face oh, yoga I've seen them. to try to like you don't even get have my, to be yeah guys we'll be on tour and all of a sudden I'll look over and Katie's doing like weird uh, weird things and I'm like what are you doing she's like doing her face doing exercises face. I'm not having a seizure I'm just doing some face exercises yeah um, and well, like, what are those they don't work I mean I've never seen any whatever it's more like I'm becoming like a OCD can you, thing now can you walk the listeners through maybe an like exercise you or two pull your head back and then you like uh kiss the sky oh <laughs> you know but like for like 30 times or something and you can feel it working out i don't really know if it works i feel like huh. it's not doing anything for me but it's because i have the same thing where like i have an insecurity also aside from my nose is like I ha- i've just my whole family has like a little double chin thing mm-hmm. so i also obsess over which celebrities have a little bump in their chin and which don't like um what's her name kirsten dunst has like a little like extra little gobble mm-hmm. it's not a gobble, gobble. it's like a little extra padding on mm-hmm. her chin and like uh no, definitely on game of thrones what's her name uh the gorgeous redhead so sophie turner yes yeah, she's got like a little one too and uh-huh. so i'm always like well she, she she has it so it's okay if i do but of course mine is like enormous and hers is like huh. dainty and cute but i mean these are the weird crazy things one can start to obsess over but so would I get plastic surgery? Uh, I would maybe get a facelift somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Would you get plastic surgery? No, because I want to have my mother's face and I want to have my grandmother's face and I don't want to ever alter. Like I, I love, you know, I just went home to Nashville and saw my parents and I walked in the door and my mom just looked glowing and Aww. she's 72 years old. And like, that is my mother's face. And like, I just pray that I look like that when yeah. I'm 72 and I don't want to alter anything. If you don't, would you get plastic surgery to look like your mother? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, this is what I want to look, look like. I want to look just like her. This is what I want to look like. No, no it really, I No, mean, but that's a very lovely But I'll tell you what my mom does do is uh, facials. Like there's lots yeah. of things, you know, she doesn't spend too much money on th- that type of stuff, but you know, she's got the creams. Uh, shout out to L'Oreal Whip something. I don't know. Yeah. She uses that. Uh, a lot of well, peels. I've been moisturizing. I mean, my mother taught yeah, me to moisturize from yes. like day dot. So like, I wish my mom had had taught me that earlier, especially the neck. Yeah, we got Sydney Washington, uh, yeah. <laughs> our friend who is a comic. She's, she's always gorgeous, talking about she's absolutely. But she's always like, protect your neck. Yeah, protect your neck. And I'm like, God damn it, I neck. didn't protect my neck enough. Yeah, she, my mom taught me that one too. When oh. at the age of like eight, she was like, put moisturize your neck. I was like, okay. Well, also, when we go to the beach, you're like in a oh, I yeah. like cover. I do not go in the sun at all. No, that's good. Yeah. I'm I'm just frying. I'm like, just give it give it to me skin cancer i don't know yeah. that's i mean that's i mean it's nice to enjoy the sun we're all gonna die soon anyway so you know you're having yeah. you're enjoying your life better i enjoy being under my blanket though don't get me wrong oh yeah some alone you look time. happy yeah. reading your book I love, I love the beach um i would not ever get botox i know a lot of our girlfriends are have been talking about it lately that i'm not interested in either i mean it, in theory because i mean i'm getting exactly what my mother has but like right between your eyes like because i'm when i'm i'm, a, I'm a quite a, a thinker <laughs> i guess i don't know i squinch my eyes and I have this like 11 they call it the 11 like right between your eyes on your forehead and like that's I think right now as I get older that's what I'm very concerned about and I've had you know a dermatologist be like boop boop you could just you know put fillers in or whatever but I'm like no my mom has that and I want that too it's fine one of my money makers is my expressive face. So if I, if you like limit my expressive face, then I have nothing. You can so. see that on actors when on television, I when know. they're like, oh my God, I'm so scared. And you're like, are you? Cause yeah. you're not moving your forehead at all. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, I saw recently, like on an Instagram story, uh, she did some sort of expression and like one half of her forehead wasn't <sighs> moving. T- that's and I was like, what's also, happening? By the way, you guys don't start doing Botox early. Like the, um, and like lip injectors and fillers and all that, like uh, Kylie Jenner, because I swear to God, when she's like 35, her lips are going to be like two little flappy things I and know. she's going to have to keep making them bigger and bigger. And she doesn't even know, like her mother's going <laughs> to let her do that. They'll be blowing in the wind. I know. Well, that's another thing, though, <laughs> is that like this whole, I mean, they, sorry, we just within, shamed her. Oh, no. You're right. Well, tea is really sorry. Oh, well, God, but here's the thing. Us. No, it's, yeah. it is ingrained in you. But I wanted to say about plastic surgery, too, that like it's. 
what, I think with the Kardashians, like they, I don't, some of them say like, well, I never got anything done. I didn't get it done. You're like, are you kidding me? Like, I can tell that you did. Like you can go back in like a picture from like 10 years ago and you can tell. And like, there's a bunch of celebrities that are like right. that. And I think that that's not doing anybody a right. service right. to pretend they like you're not say. getting it. That's why I fucking love Cardi B. Cause she's like, I got my butt done. I got my boobs done. I got this done. I got that done. And she doesn't care. Right. And she doesn't like, and I, she's just very honest. And that's actually more useful. Cause then you can say, Oh, look, if I want to have this body also, then maybe I will choose to have plastic surgery. That's right. totally fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't have plastic surgery if you want it, but just, it's cool to just be honest about it because otherwise right. it makes women feel like, Oh my God, like they're perfect. And I'm not, mm-hmm. by the way, did you see that Cardi B at Bonnaroo her, she was wearing this um, beautiful, like, onesie, like, this tight, like, cat jumper thing. And uh, the whole back of it ripped no. in the middle of her show. Oh, I heard about this, but I oh, didn't see this. Oh, it's so fucking badass. It ripped totally <gasps> out, off. So she ran off stage and took it off. And then she came back out in a towel, I mean, in a, in a robe that she had stolen from the hotel she was staying at. <laughs> <laughs> and she did the rest of her set in this in giant towel. white hotel. Oh, my uh, God. Towel, hotel towel. Not towel, but like a robe. A plush like robe. Like a robe, Yeah. She, I, oh I really like. God. I like how real she is. Like she just is like the same. She seems like the same person she's always. Been. Well, the same thing with Lizzo. So we just went and saw Lizzo, and afterwards, I was so empowered and so I felt so sexy that night. Like we all dressed yeah. up. We, you know, we had really fun, bright colors on. We went and danced. You sang to every single lyric. I was like pretending like I knew the songs because <laughs> I know only knew like three. But it was so fun, and then. Halfway through, I was like, let's go to McDonald's yeah. after this. <laughs> yeah, we went to McDonald's. And then af- yeah, after the show, we went to McDonald's. And it was so, I, I think that was the first and, and only time that I've been at McDonald's feeling like a bodacious, beautiful babe. Yeah, it was fun. Being like, fuck it. I love myself. I love my body. Yes, I'm going to get a Big Mac. And then we ordered twice because we went <laughs> we back. Were on a roll. Because we were on a roll. Um, Sorry. But I was just going to say about Lizzo. <laughs> Is that uh, the thing that's really cool about her too? Is that like there was a um, there was an interview with her about her um, about like how she you know her songs and stuff like that. But like oh they're so like empowering and she's like yeah I had to write those songs for myself because I don't feel right. like that all the time uh, and I want people to feel more like that but like you know we don't always so here's something that can help boost us you mm-hmm. know up and she's like been such a great like role model for just like loving yourself period and no matter who I don't you know and she talks about she's like these songs are I mean they were for her right but so they're for like black women like heavier black women so that they she makes sure that they are getting represented and that they have something to be like yeah I'm awesome right but we can all enjoy them too and and find things that we you know relate to in those songs yeah that's how I feel about Lizzo yeah she's amazing well thank you for taking me yeah somebody was like um complaining online they were like oh so Lizzo got gentrified real quick and I was like it's true there was a lot of white girls there there. a lot of white girls (laughs) but I don't know I mean she's making a lot of money so yeah, can't be mad at we're that. paying. We'll, yeah. we'll put money in that. Um, yeah, I'm sure she's like happy to have. She'll be playing huge arenas any, very soon. I mean, so soon. If you don't know Lizzo, you should look her up. She's great. Yeah. Speaking of, um, like, bo- you know, bodies. Books <laughs> <laughs> and bodies. Well, you said earlier about like it's ingrained in us, right? Mm-hmm. Like this whole like thing is ingrained in us, and I think that's mm-hmm. definitely true. And the little news flash thing that I found Ooh. this week is very current, or at least it is as of this moment, Okay, which is that Nike decided to make um, more inclusive mannequins so that oh. they're like these heavier mannequins, like more mm-hmm. plus sized shaped mannequins. And if you see the pictures, like, yeah, they're definitely like a different size than your traditional mannequin that you would observe. Um, and then this woman, I feel like it was at the um, in the Guardian or one of these like newspapers, wrote a response to about the mannequins and she was like these nike is promoting obesity these are disgusting bodies they would never be able to run these bodies don't exercise these bodies are you know promoting whatever uh and of course it's like whoa why are you so mad first of all second of all like you're she's basically saying like a person and the and they're not morbidly obese she was like they're morbidly obese they're not morbidly obese they're like kind of more like um like a a regular sized person who's a little bit on the heavier side Mm -hmm. and it's she's basically saying like these people can't exercise and it was in the guardian yeah and it was in some like big i'm i could be wrong about what it was in but it was in like a big newspaper like Uh a magazine or something and this woman's just like railing 
against these mannequins. So then there was a lot of discussion about like, okay, but like if you look at the mannequins that we're used to seeing, it's like the Barbie doll thing where like if you break down their dimensions, they tend to be very tall, Mm -hmm. like six feet tall, I think is the average mannequin size. And then they tend to be what would be like 106 pounds or something crazy like skinny. Mm -hmm. So that if you're saying that like now that's our norm, because we've that's the mannequin we've seen every day. Right. right. That lend like these then regular the size people mm-hmm. seem like so big. But like and and just that like it is so ingrained in us to believe that like right. that, that that's disgusting and that's unacceptable and that's like whatever. And here's Nike doing something great for all of us to be like, here's some normal bodies. Right. Here's like a regular body that's gonna be wearing our clothes. Right. This is this is probably a good move, you know. Um and this woman just like couldn't handle it. And it's not just her. I mean, there's like so many people that were yeah. responding that way. I'm sure there were so many trolls being like, hell yeah, totally agree with that one. You know? Yeah. Ugh. Well, did you know um, 67% of women in the U.S. are deemed plus size? That's 14, size 14 or higher. 67%. So, but I wonder now, does that mean, what does plus size mean nowadays? Does that mean quote unquote doctors saying that you are obese or does it mean that you're... I don't know. I, well, here's another statistic. So these bodies make up only 1% to 2% of mainstream media images. Right, right. So that's, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. So my thing was, um, and I didn't know this, and I'm kind of ashamed that I didn't know this, but Refinery29, which we're very, very familiar with, I think we've done maybe even a refinery yeah, I think we did a show, show them. with them. But they partnered, I think it was last year, but they partnered with um, Lane Bryant and Aerie, um, both, you know, fashion companies, um, to revamp their whole website to reflect this 67%. Oh, that's great. So if you go to their website, it's 60 per- 67% will always reflect these plus size uh, women, yeah, and then also, so they collected all the stock footage, and they partnered with Getty Images. So now they have all these images that people can use um, through Getty Images with plus size people. Oh, great! Average people, yeah. yeah. Um, and they did a, you know, they did a survey, at, you know, a year later, and they a lot of women were saying they actually do looking at the site. It has made them, uh, you know, they're more. Um, confident and loving their bodies more and i mean it's just and you do you go to their website and everyone looks normal it's like there's not that that model there all of a sudden or you know this this model eating an apple or you know it's just yeah. just you know average women yeah having a good time yeah. you definitely are, so that was another thing is you definitely are seeing a change that right wasn't reflected for a long long time and there's shows like uh, that show Shrill. Shrill. Yes. yes. Yeah. I really, first of all, I love Aidy Bryant so and she's much. so hot. She's so she's hot. Beautiful. She's so delightful. She's right. so fun and whatever. And um, I just, I was excited about that, that lead character being like, uh, you know, that she was a lead character in that. And then she talks about her relationships and she's, and it's honest. It doesn't right. feel, it's not like everything's perfect. It's like, you know, she has this kind of like shitty guy that, you know, and like, right. that's relatable to any of right. us. But like, um, the book that that show is based on is really amazing. And I think mm. that kind of took some things out of context or whatever. But um, the book is so good. Yeah. Um, and it really builds up, you know, bigger women and, and, and loving your body and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but even that middle place, like the whole Mindy, back to that Mindy Kaling thing. I just love that notion that she's like, I'm working really hard to look normal. Like look, not right, normal, but right. look average. Like, did you see I Feel Pretty? Yes. So there was a huge backlash on that movie um, because I guess the premise was this woman, Amy Schumer, which I love that movie. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember my thoughts on it, but continue. Yeah. I'm trying to think too, but it was, um, you know, she only, she, oh, she had thought she hit her head and yeah, then she, she hit her head. She, she was, was beautiful. Skin, skin, skinny yeah, beautiful and beautiful now. Yeah. And then I guess some people was the backlash that like she was too ugly to get these. No, I people, think that, was um, that she... larger larger women were like, like how dare you, like play like, into this idea that um, you have you to have be to thin, be thin to, to be, be beautiful. beautiful. But also that the fact that she Amy is skinny or like you know oh, not right. not oh, as you right. know that she wasn't as heavy. Yeah, and almost was like such as... an undercut, right? And, and just mean if you, you look know, at it, you know. 
he was I guess I can kind of point. understand that, like, if you're like a very, if you're a very heavy woman, mm-hmm. that you might be like, I really wanted them to go whole hog and like um, have that person be like really like a plus size with a capital P. Right. But the truth is, like, within the Hollywood standards, like Amy uh, Schumer is. They, she, they, she's definitely plus size for Hollywood standards, right? And in addition to that, she's also like um, average bodied, right. For the rest of us, right? So, like, that's a movie that with p- choosing Amy Adams specifically was good for me. Oh, Amy Schumer, yeah. Amy, Amy Schumer. <laughs> she's like on the <laughs> Amy Adams, Amy, Adams, Amy oh, Schumer, yeah. Amy Sedaris, and these people. <laughs> like, I'll just keep changing it every time I reference her. Um, <laughs> but she that like. That, you know, maybe it's not a story about a really heavy girl. Maybe it's a story about a woman more like me, who's just right. like kind of average looking. Right. And right. that like, um, and, and that I think that the moral of the story is good for everybody, which is that like, if you're confident and you love yourself, right. you attract good things. Mm-hmm. And that's what you, that's what it's really about. It's not, doesn't have to be about every, you know, it's like the inner light that's beautiful that shines out of you. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this like perfect standard of beauty. And that's where like, I, it kind of peeves me, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm getting all worked up about it. <laughs> that like, if someone's like super overweight and they're saying like, um, well, this movie isn't reflecting me. It's like, well, maybe it wasn't supposed to. Right. You know, maybe, maybe it reflects like more somewhere in the middle there, you know, and, but it doesn't mean it can't speak to you. Now a movie, the show like Shrill, mm-hmm. absolutely like can reflect more like you're, you know, seeing your body type reflected back. And I'm glad that we're in a well, place I, th- where I still can... think Shrill got a lot of <laughs> It did? For, for what? Because, well, bigger women were like, she's not fat or she's not. What? Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we can't win. <laughs> you, yeah. And I'll tell you, you really what, can't win. There's look, always going to be trolls. Again, if you want to send an email and be mad at me, that's totally fine. But like, let's not pretend that 80 Bryant is thin. This tiny. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. not pretend. I don't think even she would tell you that she's like an average size. <laughs> right. She's not average size. She is like, uh, she's on the bigger size. If she's st- gorgeous. Right. It doesn't, that's, I'm not qualifying it i'm just saying that that is a fact you know mm-hmm. even that that number that you gave the 68 percent or whatever i bet that that plus size this is why i was asking mm-hmm. like what do you mean by plus size because people like amy schumer are considered plus size right so d- is that number about amy schumer or is that number about like lizzo and like um you know and you don't know i'm not right i'm not, I'm not i was asking. like i don't know no, i no. told you i don't know <laughs> but my point is just that like now you're like body shaming people that are just the size that they are Mm -hmm. you know and there's a lot of people that are not fat and there's a lot of people that are not skinny there's a lot of people in the middle that feel like they don't you know what i mean that have a lot of that have body issues too right (laughs) you know what i mean it's like we all do i tell you what makes me so mad about this okay so 67 percent are deemed plus size and that's size 14 or higher in order to get size 14 or higher you have to go to a bigger woman's store mm. like I, I you know i shop all the time forever 21 like uh you know even zara like you can't find a size 14 for there. sure yeah but yeah. that but 67 percent of women are that size right and so where you know it is that's the problem percent are 14 i'm trying to think size. of what a size 14 is Maybe what, I wonder what size Amy Schumer is. I don't mean to be fixated on her, but this yeah. is how I do. Um, anyway, that's yeah, but that's a good point too that we don't even have um, that as an option. You know what's so? This is an interesting thing that happened to me mm. when we were at Walmart the other day. <laughs> remember when we went <laughs> Sorry, to Walmart? Sorry, we went to Walmart. We had to. We were. We had I don't to remember buy. where we were. I had to try to buy a, a bottoms of a bathing suit because I lost <laughs> the bottoms of my bathing suit. As you do. So. Uh, I don't know where they went. Um, I was going to just wear underpants, but those are, don't absorb water as well. As, <laughs> just like wet panties in a pool is not fun. Mm. Uh, not cute. Uh, so I, we went to get some bottoms and um, in the Walmart, they had these like plus size mannequins and I got really disoriented and I kept thinking I was in the plus size section. And then I realized it was like, no, they're actually just being more inclusive. <laughs> they're doing a right. better job of like being like, look, there's all body types. We don't necessarily even have to have a plus size section. Per- I mean, I think they, they maybe still do, but like they just had a lot of range of sizes in like in the swimsuit section, for example, right. they had like, you know, like a size two Target and then they had a size. Two. And I think that like, mm-hmm. why not? 
Well, because there are women out there right. that need these cl- and, need clothes. And why would we like delegate people to this like shameful corner? Right. To be like, you have to go over here. To I shop hate the or term something. plus size. I yeah. don't even know why it's called. I think it's That's just great... called women. It's like yeah. clothes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Big, big, and it's sad. I was seeing what's the opposite, and it's petite, and that feels like so crappy that it's like I know plus size. Are you petite? Are like, you petite? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm an average fucking woman. I'm, yeah, I'm trying. No, I'm, I'm definitely, and I and I'm. I was almost like. I don't think I should be ashamed for being disoriented in that looking at that mannequin. I think it's just, again, it's like so ingrained in our society that like, I'm so used to seeing like these unrealistic size, like mannequins. Right. That then I was like, Oh, a normal person. I don't, this, am I, where am I? And like, you know, yeah, it's kind of sad. Well, um, since we bring up Sweden every episode, I thought I'd throw one little fun thing (laughs) about Sweden out there. Um, uh, there was a Swedish fashion label called Weekday, mm-hmm. um, and they sent 25 women uh, their new swim collection and asked them to model them in whatever way they see fit. And so um, they dubbed it My Body, My Image, and they emphasized the fact that women's bodies come in so many different shapes and sizes. And then they have all these amazing, beautiful pictures of you know, real women wearing their line of clothing, photographing it in any way they see fit. And I went through all 25 of them and it's so cool. And and they say, um, we hope this campaign gives women the power and opportunity to tell their truth and depict their body the way they want. I love it. Um, so that is weekday. Uh, I don't think that they ship to the United States though. Well, that's (laughs) I know Mod Cloth kind of does. I guess Mod Cloth got bought by Walmart, so I don't know about them anymore. But they used to oh, do really? that. And they were really good. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But they, um, right. they used to be, and they still do this. They like, still. They I went have, by the like, store. Regular sized people, um, like modeling their clothes, and that, honestly, it helps a lot right. when you're shopping, right? Because so many times I'll see like a dress on a like a really thin model and be like, oh my god, like that's gonna look great on me. And then you're like, oh, I see how this does not fit my body type. You know what I mean? And then you're just like feel like a monster. Yeah. But then you see a regular person wearing a dress and you go like, oh, I see how that fits. Okay, like I like how that looks. Right. That's a good cut for. Yeah, her. I was gonna bring up Mod Cloth because they have a store now in New York, and I just walked by yesterday, mm. and they all of their clothes it looks like just for regular women. We need more stores like that. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, but I do think we're heading in the right direction. For sure. I think there's more like um, awareness around it. Um, certainly we're ta- the fact that we're even talking about it. is this, uh, So that's really interesting to, to me, too, that I was thinking of, in my brain, quote unquote, obesity or whatever. And I, I don't and I mean, like, even like, I don't even know what I mean, but like obesity or whatever is, is a modern problem, right? And people always mm-hmm. talk about it as this like modern problem. And like, I think that like certainly with like the food options that we've had in terms of like fast foods and like boxed foods. And like, I think that has changed some of our body shape stuff. But then there's also this other thing of like just being a regular person, you know, like some people's bodies are just different than other people's bodies. So that's right. the thing. So in my brain, I've always imagined that in the past, prior to like 1950, when they started making these boxed foods, everyone was like really, really, really thin Mm-hmm. And that they were just naturally that way. Mm-hmm. And then the more you sort of think, every so often I'll hear something that will hit me that reminds me that like, no, women have been struggling to be skinny for a very long time. Uh, one thing I remember is watching a documentary on SNL and they were talking about like the original women, like um, Radner, Gilda Radner, and oh, like yeah. Jane Curtin and I thought stuff. you were saying about like Eve. <laughs> No, the, no, the original, the original woman, woman was her always on a diet. Yeah. She only she ate apples. apples yeah. That was why. <laughs> um, but so, but so I always imagine these like 1970s ladies that are always so thin and like lithe. And you were like, right. oh, like it just was a different time then and people ate healthier. And then I remember in this documentary them bringing that up about how they were so thin. And the, uh, it was, you know, Jane Curtin was like, we didn't eat. Right. We didn't eat. We were so conscious of trying to be skinny all the time we did a lot of drugs and we didn't eat because we were like didn't want to get fat yeah, i was about to say they're doing tons of drugs totally but that was just like you know that was the whole thing right so actually i found something um that kind of was it made me wonder like what if, what kind of crazy lengths have people gone to to lose weight uh-huh um and here are some things oh god from people that exist that you could find if you wanted but i don't recommend it uh there is for example a plastic tongue patch it was created by a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon. It's not been FDA approved yet, uh, but you take this patch, you sew it in onto your tongue with six stitches, uh, and it costs $2,000, and it's, 
It makes eating solid food so excruciatingly painful that mm. patch wearers are forced to adhere to a liquid-only diet, which will give you about 800 calories a day. Is that People do this? Do? Yeah. I mean, it's an option. I mean, somebody's probably interested. Where is this? L.A.? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so that was one. A very... And then an, a historical one. That makes me one. so angry. Oh, I mean... Why? I mean, but pe- this is how the links to which people will go. Totally. Um, how about this one? Uh, this one is historically been a thing, and I think uh-huh. it still uh, can be a possibility. But it's more of an old timey version of losing weight. It's when you um, give yourself tapeworms. <laughs> oh yeah, I've always and, wanted to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, you should try it. It's definitely probably a great idea. Uh, you know who had eight tapeworms though was Maria Callas. Oh. Who's that opera singer, that famous, famous opera singer, beautiful woman. When she was a young woman, she was like a little heavy and um, she didn't like that. Although if you have, I will mention that having a little bit of weight on you when you're an opera singer is very useful because it gives you like a little Support, more gravitas. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't really, she still was a wonderful singer. Uh, but she gave herself tapeworms and there's a old wives, I don't know if it's true or not true, but I remember there was a story that once she was in the bathtub and... Um, a tapeworm tried to escape out of her butt while she was in the warm bathtub. But she lost a lot of weight with those tapeworms. <laughs> don't recommend that one. Oh, Jesus. Yep. No. No, no. I don't. One. You know what? I'm fine. I don't need to do that. I certainly don't want a worm, that kind of worm in my butt. <laughs> I don't want any kind of worm in my butt, but that's for another episode. <laughs> oh, I'm missing out. Oh, no. I told you my story about it. We'll talk about it another time, but I have a problem with it. Um, just personally, I don't have a problem with it. Generally, everybody can put whatever they want in their butt. I'm very happy for them. <laughs> Another one from the olden days was, um, and that's our anal sex. Section. There will be an anal sex episode, <laughs> and we will discuss it at length. Um, so that's why you should keep listening. So you're like, is this the anal sex episode? <laughs> Am I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, there was another one during like I don't know Victorian times or something where people would drink arsenic. Because it made their um, metabolism faster because probably oh. their body was like, we're going to die. Huh. <laughs> and uh, that's not a good idea either. So it's been, so my point is that uh, this but, has been around for a long time, trying to like, you know, control your body shape and try right. to be thinner. But there were times, uh, medieval times, where it to, to show wealth and richness and royalty, it was the plumper you are. For sure. You were. Well, because it you showed that eating. I... Because <laughs> yeah. everybody... I had food. I have food. You don't. Right, right. But yeah. that was, I guess... Because um, that's what I sort of... Yeah, I don't know. But by the time, like, you know... But think about, like, Victorian times when people were wearing, like, yeah. those cinched... In, I, mean, the, I mean, that's a whole... I mean, of course, everyone knows about, like, feet, foot binding and, like, uh, those... What are they called? The, the corsets, corsets the, and things mm-hmm. that like, you know, the, the things that women are expected to do. Now we keep saying about women. I keep saying women, but we know that body. Oh, I know. Absolutely. So many be, men. Uh, a thing that men, uh, there was, I read a statistic that said something like 90 something percent of women have been body shamed, but something like 89% of men have been body right. shamed. So yeah, it's, it's not, really not just, yeah. Yeah. We're not. We don't mean to exclude the men because it's definitely a, a yeah. male problem as well. And we have a very good friend who is a model, uh, Zach Nico. Yeah. Who is, he's a plus size model. Mm-hmm. Ta- big him. and tall. Big and tall. They call him big and tall, big and tall now. Tall model. They're trying to step away from them. Well, that was an old, always, big and yeah. tall. Well, they call men big and tall. They call women. But plus he's size. the brawny. That's what it is. He's the new brawny model. Good. Okay. Brawny. Brawny. Is that the word? That's great. I don't know. It makes me think of think paper towels. I know. That is. But that guy in the paper towel, those brownies, he is cute. He's, yeah. He oh kind of looks them. like that guy. Well, don't say that because he's married. But no, he, no. I'm, I would fuck the paper towel oh, guy. And you, or, just, or just the paper towel role, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I'd uh, want him that big. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, the next episode. No. Um, but so he's been a huge voice for, mm-hmm. um, body positivity for everybody. Right. But certainly like a face and a voice for male, um, b- body shaming. No, nos. you know? Yeah. I don't know how you say that. Anti-body. Shaming. He was one of the first to walk, uh, it, on the runway in Australia recently. Um, first some big, big and tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually I have, so I have another podcast called In Your Mouth. It's a food podcast where we celebrate food and talk about getting as fat as we want. Um, but he was on it and he was telling us he had just got back from Australia and, um, he has this awesome story about how, um, the others, you know, models were in the back 
uh, lubing up, <laughs> basically. And he had the costumer had given him a shirt to wear with his sweat, his um, swimsuit. And uh, he was like, I don't want to wear it. And they're like, right. oh, no, you need to co- you know, cover up. And he was like, no, I'm going to go out. And because he did, like, he got so much press, press for it because he was like the first big and tall model to walk the runway topless <laughs> as a man, you well, know. How fucked up is that? That and they were like, amazing. you need to wear a shirt. Yeah, you should wear a shirt. You need to hide Let these your people. body. Yeah. And you should be ashamed. Right. And he's like, I'm a model getting paid a lot of money. Like, right. why are you telling me how I'm supposed to be showing my body? Like, and good for him, oh though. Oh, God, so good for him. To be him. like, nah, I'm going to just rock oh, it. So and he did. He him. fucking rocked it. Yeah. And he looks great. And he looks, oh, he's he looks very amazing. handsome and lovely. Yes. So if you don't know, yeah, Zach Miko, look him up. I mean, he's been getting so much great press, too, um, because he's so well-spoken about the, the matter of, um, you know, just empowering these these men to love their bodies and, and he happens to be married to a good friend of mine from yes. before we even met him i know Laura. well before Laura he was Gilreath. a supermodel um he was a musical comedian he is right, a musical right comedian that's how we too. met him yeah but yeah she, he's married. he's married to this lovely how woman how do you know her we did uh we took acting class together at hb studios oh shout, shout out shout to out. her and she teaches uh well she's an actor she's a lovely actress and then she also teaches um the, the thing you like to do with the bikes. Sp- spinning. I think she's spinning and some other kind of oh. athletic-y things. She's lovely. That's awesome. Yeah. Huh. You should look her up, too. I don't know. Yeah. If, we're, if we're on the Google Google thing, if we're yeah. on Google tunnel ah. hole, then let's just start Googling everybody. <laughs> well, diving into, um, you know, I wanted to find more positive stories of body images, and especially with younger people. And there's a, um, a website called dosomething.org, and it's about... Um, you know, I guess it's called mirror messages that they're trying to do and trying to get high school students to do in high school. So that's where personally, you know, in, in growing up, that's where you get the most bullying and the most body shaming, or at least I'm talking about my experience. But so with um, do something.org, they're encouraging high school and for the women um, to leave little post-it notes on bathroom mirrors that are like, you know, you're beautiful, rock that body, whatever, you know. And so this one campaign really took off in high school and um, they then made a huge mural. Cool. Um, and so I don't know the name of the high school, but if you go to do something.org, you can check it out. But I, I'm i a huge advocate, little positive post-it notes. Me too. Yeah, I love that. Um, and and writing. It, actually, like, it makes really does. It's those, those um, affirmations that really help you know here's a very real story real quick like i went to a wedding the other night uh the other weekend and i've been in like a spiral of feeling like not my best self and like you know and you know Mm -hmm. we we go through those ups and downs and stuff and i haven't been feeling very attractive and Mm -hmm. you know with the dating stuff too it's always like you know it's hard um and i was at this wedding and I don't know what happened. I, I just felt good. It was a lot of nice people. I didn't really know people very well there, um, but I had a really fun time and I was dancing and I got some feedback that like the mother of the bride was sort of like, Katie is so fun and fabulous. And she's such like a lovely, you know, she, I, I just got a lot of good positive energy sort of around me. Mm-hmm. And I came back to the hotel that night and I saw myself in the mirror and I don't want to cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> oh. but I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, you're awesome. Right. And you don't, tell yourself that enough and you know sometimes other people may or may not tell you and you may or may not be able to hear it but they may not tell you you know you may not hear it from other people yeah so you have to like tell yourself like and i and i when i was saying it i was like it's not just that you're like likable and funny and whatever but you're gorgeous and you've got it going on and you are perfect the way that you are yeah (laughs) and it really felt good it's hard to say though and and you don't i don't have those moments very often where i look at myself and go i'm fucking awesome yeah and also part of it was like and anybody would be very lucky to have me right as their partner in life right you know and i just to be more like amy schumer in the movie like right be confident in what you have because what all of us what we have is really perfect right we are because there's nobody else like you right there's not a single person like you and so we should just celebrate you know your cute little nose or your little thing under your chin (laughs) that your grandmother had or you know right well, yeah, I mean, so we both did Whole30. Fuck that. <laughs> I kind of liked it. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, got some, I got some good stuff out of it. Yeah, but it was, I did but, it in February uh, this year. And it was, I, I did it because I kind of wanted to, to test my willpower and kind of do a 
big old cleanse. You know, I'd been drinking way too much. I'd been eating way too much. And my roommate had suggested that she was going to do it and how cool of us to do it together because we'd be, you know, we could clean out the fridge and really encourage, you know, you did it all by yourself, but it was really fun to have. Um, so my roommate did it. And then my friend, Julia Johns, who we keep saying, come get your cooler. Yeah. <laughs> um, she did it with us too. And so the three of us kind of did it. Um, so basically 30 days, you're cutting out just pretty much everything that you want to put in your mouth hole. Uh, sugar. I mean, it's the Beyonce diet almost. It's like uh, no sugar, no carbs, no Peanuts, alcohol, no, no soy, no soy. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's all just like clean eating. No and dairy. I, Did we say that? Yeah, no dairy. What else? You basically can have meat, uh, nothing processed real. I mean, a little bit of processed stuff, but really not. Yeah. And then vegetables. Yeah. And that's basically it. And that honest, I mean, because I've worked uh, a lot of VIP events for celebrities, and that is how a lot of them eat. It's like, I remember, well, I can't say, uh, but a very, very famous celebrity came in and she wanted to poach salmon on steamed spinach. And I was like, oh, that's, that's what the celebrities eat. Yeah. That's what they eat. And another celebrity, they had a tea time. This like blew my mind. But this celebrity, um, I mean, size zero, beautiful, uh, you know, to those standards. Uh, I was like, oh, she's going to have tea. And then they had, you know, tea sandwiches and scones and cookies. And I went to go clear her plate and because she had loaded it up. She had taken one tiny little bite of the scone. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to sell this on eBay. It's <laughs> um, so sad, though. But back to Whole30, like, for for me, doing that full 30 days of um, not eating the things that I love, it kind of took a toll on uh, how much, like, what is my life? I, I, I love food. Right. Food is a huge part of my life. Right. I lo- it's a social thing. I also love to cook. Um, for myself, for friends, uh, it's just, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost my reason for living. No, just well, kidding. I mean, why but not? I just love food. Yeah. And so to have 30 days of where it did really control my life because right. I had to really meal, meal prep, right. meal plan. Um, and I just didn't, I didn't like thinking about it that much. I think that that was my biggest problem. I had to, I turned down a lot of social engagements because I'd be invited to parties where it would be an open bar with, with, you know, food being served. And I'm sorry, but if there's a free open bar, like that is the hardest thing for me to turn down. It's hard. So I would just not go out. I would just stay home and watch Outlander. (laughs) (laughs) And I did, I lost nine pounds and then I lost so many inches. Um, and I, I really, you know, looking in the mirror, I felt felt beautiful I felt or I saw you know someone who right, was beautiful I had that jawline right. that I always wanted but that thing that for me wasn't it's not sustainable I can't eat like that right. all the time yeah my perspective on it is that there's got to be a balance there because yes. like I the thing that I liked the most about Whole30 was mm-hmm. I felt so good yeah I like I mean, my the energy body felt so healthy and like I felt um, not lighter in the sense of like I wasn't fat or something, but I felt just like I wasn't having this like brick in my intestines all the time or whatever. So um, I do <laughs> right. like, and also if you are struggling with, um, I was having some like weird inflammatory pain and a lot of that went away. Right. So, and I think that for me, what I learned about it was that there's all this hidden sugar in our diets yes. that makes us um, unhealthy and sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then can also help make us gain weight. Mm-hmm. So uh, so learning like now trying to take us better like a step back and being like what 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 has added sugar in it? What do I need? What do I not need? I picked up a couple good habits from mm-hmm. Whole Thirty which I want to carry on. There's some things that like for example for me particular personally. I found out that dairy doesn't affect me at all. It doesn't mm. bloat me. It doesn't like, I don't have, I'm like from Nordic stock. I think that that's part right. of what it is. So I like learn that. And so no, mm-hmm. I don't have to cut dairy out for me personally, mm-hmm. but you were having some like, yeah, I get bumps on my forehead. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried so to that's drink useful, almond milk. But it's unsweetened. useful to like know that, right? Yeah. Because it, part of it is like right. making sure your body feels better too. I have a varicose vein in my um, calf that it hurts uh, all the time. Which I know I need to go to the doctor. Don't write me in. <laughs> don't don't send me an email. But during that whole thirty days, it completely went away. So that's really interesting. So, though, but know? I don't know because I do exactly. think that there's again there's that balance of like enjoying food, enjoying your life, enjoying you know, and then also that like these companies are shoving poison 
yeah. down our throats yeah. too. So like if I, if I can eat whole foods, mm-hmm. but then have my little dessert sometimes right. and have my little thing sometimes and still enjoy things or cook with like butter. It's okay to cook right. with butter, you know? I mean, my big thing is I'm not ordering Papa John's all the time. Right. Anymore. I mean, but that's huge. I mean, I remember I went through a Bud Light yeah. Papa, Papa John's phase like every week, yeah. you know, twice a week I was getting drunk and ordering Papa and Papa was in the house and I I was, I loved it, but I gained so much weight I know, yeah, I know, that yeah. time. Uh, but also like aside from being, <laughs> I, I'm curious, like, because I think this this is also a point that I think is important to take away from this. Because it's not just about like being any size you want and like you should be like everyone should. I mean, people should definitely love you how you are. Absolutely. Right. But also like how do you feel inside your body? Right. So like if you're feeling like if you're sick mm-hmm. and you're not feeling healthy. Right. Then that's a different issue than like being obese and you look gross like who i mean it does it's not about how you look at the end of the day it's about like are you taking care of your body so i I hope that people are like they're not just stuffing their face with papa john's every day being like it's fine like i can do what i want it's like of course you can do what you want but like are you going to be happier um if you we feel better yeah Yeah. we feel better again i don't care how you look it's just about like are you gonna like yeah yeah yeah. because like i think there's something really really wonderful about health Dr. Katie Frame. Call me crazy. I just came up with this thought, but I think being healthy might be (laughs) kind of neat. I don't know. And we live in a country right now that like really doesn't want us to be healthy. They want us, they want to keep us down and enslave us in every way they can. And like, fuck that. Let's like, it's, it is like a, it is an act of resistance to take care of your body and to love yourself. As much as I was enjoying our McDonald's after Lizzo, the next morning I felt so sick. My body was like, what did you put in me? Me too. Because it's not real food. Right. It's genetically modified. It's it's just, it's so bad for it's you. It's like not even the preservative you're supposed to eat. Yeah, you can leave. Like what was the study of, of the French fries that like lasted a year because oh of all the yeah. <laughs> Like they didn't really change at all. It's like, that's going to go in your body? Right. Oh, no. Did you hear about that girl in like, I think <laughs> she was in Japan. And they she was like having a lot of abdominal pain. And they found all of those, you know, bubble tea, those little like, oh yeah, little things. I used to have a boyfriend who would save them and spit them at me. But yes, oh, that's gross. Yeah, um, so romantic, so romantic. <laughs> uh, but those, they found. She went to the doctor. They did an no. X-ray, and all the little bubble tea bubbles <gasps> didn't digest, and they were just like accumulating in her body. And I guess there's different ways you can make those bubbles. One is with tapioca, and that that is a normal good way to do oh, it. No. But sometimes they make them with like not real food, and then it's just like eating marbles or something. <laughs> Would you ever get a colonic? I don't want a colonic. I don't like things around my butt that much. (laughs) I have a friend who is obsessed with getting, not obsessed, but she's a health nut and she really does like getting these colonics. And she was telling me about her recent one. And, um, good. That's what I want to hear about. (laughs) Colonic. Well, something about like it wasn't coming out or something. And the woman was like, I'm going to put in a certain kind of, uh, saline or something something sa- yeah. yeah that really like and she was like oh my god and then it just shot out it just shot out of that's her. that's Not appealing to me yeah really i'm also a big believer <laughs> i'm a big believer that our bodies are miracles right and that they can f- heal themselves yes now I, there's limits that like with cancer and stuff i don't really know i know some people think like you can like meditate well, some your be- cancer well, away some, and people some people say if you go vegan you can right. help that, and that too yeah and like look i don't know again i'm not a not a doctor not a doctor we're not doctors not a doctor but um so maybe you can't i don't know but i do 100 <laughs> percent believe that if you can like balance some of your hormones things like that you can like uh you know your body will regulate stuff like your poop you know yeah if you eat healthy your poop will be fine. That's <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, there is that poop book that's like if you're if it looks like this, right. then you're doing really good. If right. it looks like this, nah, nah. so I will say also on whole thirty, one thing that was alarming is my poops. There was moments I won't go into the details, but there was moments where I was like, "This isn't right." Oh, me too. And that's that's that makes me feel like that diet definitely. I almost called my roommate in to be like, "Is this? Can you look does at this? Your, yeah. yeah, is this right? <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Gross. It's purple. Um, yeah. uh, no. So, but that's a good way to measure your health is how are your poops looking? Yeah. Take a look at that. I'm not going to go into it, but Google it. Yeah. To find out. Find out how healthy how, you are by, by your poops. the shape of your poops. It's a, actually really, uh, that is a science. That is. It's true. Dr. Katie, <laughs> at your service. <laughs> I'd like, if someone came in to me and they were like, I have a headache, I'd be like, Did you, what do your poops look like? 
you're you're dehydrated. Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. Drink water. Wow. Well, we went all over the place with this. I hope that uh, our listeners have been, you know, inspired, yeah. empowered, uh, feel, you know, let's everybody look in the mirror today and look at yourself and say, I am beautiful just am the way I am. A badass. I'm a badass. I mean, I'm telling this to myself. Like I, you know, like we said, we go up and down about this sort of stuff and we're constantly working on it. Yeah. Um, and try not to let like the outside world, you know, luckily as actors too, we are in this industry and luckily things are shifting in the industry and mm-hmm. we are going to be in the forefront. We're going to be like, look, this is how we are. Yeah. And we're going to get a TV show. This is it. And then we'll be representing, well, ourselves at least. Yeah. My mom said recently, like, Marie, they're having more and more people that look like you on the TV. So there's hope yet. There's hope. Yeah. <laughs> there's hope. Uh, yeah. So don't listen to other, the haters. Yeah. Tell them to fuck off those trolls. And love your body and take care of it because it's beautiful. And it's your little pod that you were given. And mm-hmm. you need to roll around in that pod for as long as you can. But also, if you do want plastic surgery or Botox or you do you. Go for it. You do you. Absolutely. Uh, we're, I'm just saying it's not personally for me. And I'm but maybe in 20 years, I might I'll be, be covered in, you know, <laughs> lip injections. I, you never know. Who knows? I might one day say, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> getting boob implants want- in my butt. Ooh. I just want enough money where they can sandblast my face. I do like want that. those those things. I want my face blasted. I told you I went and got a facial at Bliss the other day and they were like, "Oh, you need the microdermabrasion like, you know, all She was telling me all the stuff that I need. Um and then but she led with uh we got to do something about that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a great place to end her podcast today. <laughs> You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna let it grow. I like. I like feeling it in the wind. Perfect. What can I and say? And you know what? You do you, girl. I'm twirling it now. Thank you, guys. You do you? Thank you for listening. We love you very much. Please, like we ask every week. Please, please, please tell a friend. Please, yeah. Let them know. It's an easy way to like help us get the word out about this lovely uh, podcast. Yep. We're so, on. We're on Patreon mm-hmm. too. Yes. Uh, Patreon.com slash Reformed Whores. You can support us that way. Yeah. And if you'd like to subscribe to us on there, um, we're going to be making more and more content and videos and fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'm excited about that. Get all of our music for free yep. with your subscription. Yeah. So I guess it's not really free, but you know what I mean. Uh, and then we're going to play out a song for you right now. So enjoy. Take it away, us. I'm hearing Mary like to limb my shags like fly. Feel a deep connection to the caveman and his bushy thighs. But it seems my pubic afro simply out of style. So I thought it's time to take the mustache off my sideways smile. Take your boon and for some downstairs grooming. Didn't want nothing too crazy or clean up so I intended. So I found myself a waxer who came highly recommended. To my surprise, my new friend didn't speak a word of English, but I think in Russian she said, Hey, me cool, they're look distinguished. She trusted Magda to be smart with the precious lady parts. But links up in the air, dreaming about my new hairdo. Next thing I know, I feel extra close to wear a poo-poo. I quickly try to explain nothing much, just take a little bite. All of a sudden, I feel a breeze right up my middle. She'd like to file a complaint about her newly hairless tail. 